Yo, you are listening to The Quarter Note, an album review podcast for musically inclined individuals analyze a single project at a time. It's your boy, Jay Cass. And I say my name second in the intro. I'm Jelani Carter. I'm Andre Dowdy. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm Wayne. Slight chance of precipitation. That made me so mad just now. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for tuning in as always. Today we are hopping into Andre's recommendation. Wayne Snow, Figurine. Andre, what you got for us? A figurine is a kind of static puppet onto which artificial emotions can be projected. These are still powerful, but they do not come from within. That quote from Wayne Snow serves as the thesis for the Nigerian-born, Paris-raised, Berlin-based artist's sophomore album, Figurine. Through an ethereal mix of R&B, jazz, neo-soul, and dance, Snow guides us through a sonic journey as he, and by extension we, form our identities. Now, I first heard about Wayne Snow through my sister, who had come across his music in some way. Shout out to Jess. His first project, Freedom TV, was more oriented for the dance floor, but there was always this like cool Afro-futuristic element to it that always made it really attractive. I think the word there is cool. That's what I really like about Snow. Like for all the elements that he's able to pull pull in, like either it's just the caliber of his voice, you know, maybe like not nearly as like aggressive approach that he takes with all of the sounds. Mm -hmm. It's just very cool music and. It is. I definitely while agree. while the the first album, Freedom TV, dove into more of the more you know experimental or, or wonkier sounds on the electronic side of things. It seems like with this sophomore album, Snow really takes a lot of the kind of kaleidoscopic sounds that he's been playing with and shapes them in a way where he paints this kind of ethereal picture that we walk through or this journey or presents this ethereal journey that we're walking through. So all in all, a really sweet, really sweet, a really sweet follow-up rather. Um, sweet and short. Yeah. <laughs> no, we've been, we've been all about these short albums. So this, yeah, this is, this is literally, I've listened to this album at least four times today because of how short it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and like 35 minute runtime, 36 minutes. Yeah, about. just about. Yeah. And um, at least knowing Wayne from the electronic side of things, I think I'd mentioned this when we were talking about the Aluna album um, and maybe even um, the Machine Drum album too. But I'm always excited to hear electronic music that doesn't like, it, it works towards something. Uh, and so on the dancier tracks or the more up-tempo tracks, it feels like we've earned that that euphoria that you get when you know the bass hits or when it gets to that point. And I think the sequencing presents itself uh, or 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 gives us that moment when we get to one of the tracks, Nina. By the time Nina hits, it seems like we've oh, been yeah. on the, the lower like end of things. As, yeah, as soon as Nina hits, it's like, hey, okay. It's like it's like right after you do dinner at the wedding the DJ comes on, gets like that one icebreaker to get you in. Everyone's like, oh, okay, we'll do a little two-step. So that's really cool. And then number one, like I've run back number one a couple of times too. Um, just because like, it's not like all out 
dance music it, it's reserved early and then builds up to this big thing and um i guess like for a comparison now i'm gonna botch the name of the label but he's on roche music it's r-o-c-h-e and um some of the contemporaries are in there um fkj um darius and cartel all kind of in the electronic space kind of this cool cool for lack of a better term cool um electronic space so I don't, all in all just wrapping up all of my points like this is just a really good short sweet album um yeah i agree um great vocals solid production there's a lot to dig with this record um so figurine conceptually is about our obsession with social media masks and facades and i was reading how it took wayne snow a few years to finish this and i think what'd you say oh yeah three yeah and it's interesting like i think given that context uh the album becomes really captivating uh, for me, without that context, it was it was a lot of melancholy with no purpose to me. You know, it it was it was it was cool. It's, it sounds sonically gorgeous, um, but it was a lot of atmosphere. And instead of it being like an instrumental album, it was just a lot of lull um, on the first run through. Now when I read that it was about like the, I guess the the background context of it and listening to Nina and um Faceless and 70 and figuring the title track all these songs just became that much more powerful and the brevity of um his like choice of vocal presence if that makes sense like where he decides to put vocals where he decides to put lyrics is really interesting in the contrast of where he decides to put silence so in this kind of tug of war it gives you like moments of excitement like figurine that comes off like swinging with like this big bottom bass and there's a lot of words. And then um, right in the second track, Silly Games, it's like wonky and clinky, but it's very clear that it's instrumental based. Like you're listening to this for the instrumental. Um, and then the next song after that. Uh, friend of mine. Friend of or mine. F-O-M. Yeah. yeah. Um, comes back with like the lyrical uh texture sonic and it just becomes this like call and response throughout the entire album where it becomes like one big flow and every song kind of melts into each other so really endearing and um from a production standpoint like the i i love synths and this whole album is riddled with it like nina 
gorgeous. Like I love the synth work on that song. I love the synth work throughout the entire record, but um really masterfully like laid out and it kind of just sounds like he's having fun, you know, with just everything that he has his hands on. And he doesn't do it to the point where it's like, okay, like you have all these sounds and you don't know what to do with them. You can tell that like he's a real musician. You know, he's taking every beat and churning it to make sure that like the melody changes and the silence is laid out pretty well. So overall, good experience. Good. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I mean, like I was saying a little bit before we started recording, like I this person was not on my radar at all. I am familiar with FKJ. So like you bringing that up, like I definitely kind of like see those comparisons or like see how the vibes are pretty similar. Um, and I, I really, really enjoyed this album. I mean, like listening to how Cass was like describing it, I, I do agree because it's like, you know, uh, it seems like he was using his voice as an instrument as well in order to like assist like the instrumentals. You know what I mean? Like, um, I just thought it was like really gorgeous throughout. Like it was just like, I think it also benefits from him being like an electronic producer. I think a lot of people kind of, um, especially nowadays, might forget that electronic music can sound like this because they're used to kind of like hard hitting kind of like EDM sounding electronic music. But I love when I, lo I love electronic music like this because it just gets so weird and kind of like whimsical, but also like vibey at the same time. Like I love the use of like I heard like xylophones and synths and all types of percussion all throughout it. And I, and I love that because I feel like I don't hear a lot of albums that experiment with so many different instruments uh, in order to like build their sound. Um, and then also like since he's an electronic producer, like the sequencing was freaking fantastic because like if you think of like a traditional electronic set, you're trying to like seamlessly blend into the next song without people really realizing you're getting into the next song. And that definitely benefits really well from this album. Um, so yeah, the, the first couple of listens I, I gave this, I thought it was fantastic. I think... Um, that first half is definitely like super strong for me just because like it just like set the precedent um but everything sounded great in my opinion so for sure there's a lot of um bold choices on this album and like the best way like especially when it comes to like his voice and what he decides to do with it like foregoing almost like the separation of vocals sitting on top of a beat he's just integrating it into the beat and saying i'm just going to add another layer but except with my voice especially Stuff like, yeah, friend of mine where he has the talk box and it's carrying like a lot of weight to it. Um, also to the points you guys said about, you know, the percussion choices and the just the sound arrangement. It's it's crazy because it's like a dense album musically and also not because like you said, Cass, like the use of silence to me indicates like a really good understanding of songwriting in general, like something that you would not really expect to see. And it's crazy looking at right now, like how many plays he has. Like, it's really sad to look at because this guy should have a lot more recognition, honestly, because not only do you not see that from necessarily artists in general or producers in general, but just, you know, you can find somebody that has, you know, a billion plays on Spotify and you'll never come across songwriting of this caliber saying like, you know what, I'm going to peel back layers. I'm going to make this as simple as possible and it still have like an impact on you. It's so, yeah. So after listening to a few times, it just becomes like a really, really seamless listening experience. Like that's again, a masterclass in 
songwriting masterclass and production just letting you know that you know this is all one project again that cohesion is there even though maybe the tempos of a lot of the tracks aren't the same and some tracks might really uplift you others don't it all clearly sits in one space but nothing sounds repetitive yeah it's it's funny going back to cast it's funny you mentioned how how without knowing the context of the album it it can feel like a little bit of like a, a lull or just like a a washing over kind of You're kind of taking all this in without any idea like what's it about and i don't know if you read the same interview as i did jay but um snow does an interview with atwood magazine i don't know where the magazine's based but he he um he basically said like yeah like or it's, i think the interviewer was like yeah can you like give us some insight as to like these songs in particular and he's like yeah i kind of don't or he rather he wrote a manifesto which kind of inspired the 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 album and the interview was like yo can you can you tell us what the manifesto is about and he's like honestly i won't because i don't want to lock it into this specific meaning and then have it forced to be that i want this to be a journey that people kind of put meaning into um so on the first listen i did get that i was like what is this about really and then kind of picking all of these clues up and reading into it it does kind of help you know put put this into a frame of mind you know like this is all meant to be kind of experienced and then you know put it, you know put yourself into it as opposed to like trying to like put the pieces together and be like all right well, what is this song about like and and i i feel like that's an element that i'm not going to say that we don't get a lot but i think this is a very um effective way to go about it because these songs and these sounds are so i keep using the word ethereal but because they are that of that nature it's it's easy enough for you to put yourself into something or even to like create these these you know like visuals to it too like we don't know who nina is nina can be anybody and you know we have the room to play with who this nina character is we don't know what you know 70 days into what you know on 70 we don't know what the count is is it a countdown are we in anticipation of something are we in fear of something so and then the figurine itself the mask that we wear all of these things like we fill you know meaning into these you know the silence and the spaces that he creates on this album too also funny to point out this this album now apparently this was made with a band as opposed to i think freedom tv was kind of mostly him you know working just dolo so it's interesting to see how you take electronic sensibilities and then transition them over into, you know, a full band or like a four piece or whatever it is, whatever the band is, the makeup of the band is. So, yeah. Um, yeah I was going to ask you earlier, like if, if you did like all the production on it, but like now that I know that it's like a band, I'm, I'm like, it's not like I like it more than I already enjoyed it, but I, I like that because I, 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 I need more live bands in like recording albums, I feel like, and especially mm. in genres that don't traditionally have it, you know? Mm. Um, and I, I just think that's so rad. So that's cool. Yeah, it looks like I'm I'm reading now. There's a couple of producers on here, um, by by the name of Crayon, uh, New Guinea, and Jan, who is Brant Bauer Frick, um, and then Oscar Jerome is on the last, um, the guitarist, um, Oscar Jerome, I believe, is guitarist, um, but Oscar Jerome is also on the last track too, um, 
And in regards to what you said, Jelani, like the front half of this album, the first block of songs are really strong. And the only songs that really, quote unquote, lose me, I think are the last two. I think just sequencing wise, I think, um, what's, I think the thrill is the song where I really cap mentally as the end of the album. It just feels appropriate to me to stop listening at that point. I like get my experience right after that. So I feel like if relativity and magnetic were just like swung somewhere in the middle of things, I think we'd have like a kind of a fuller experience, but everything, everything flows. It's weird because like these songs also like move in tempo and, um, and feel, but like they flow into each other in a really good way too. So it, despite the fact that, you know, you'll go from something to like Nina to 70 to number one, which is like up, down, up, it doesn't feel like it's not earned, um, which is cool. And another thing that I like about this album. Yeah. Um, I guess I, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I'm all for albums or pieces of work, whatever, being open to interpretation. And I guess when I first heard this, I was like, there's just too much silence for me to interpret. Like, I don't really, I can't really digest the succinctness and what he's saying in the words like faceless is just one just saying one thing and then like number one is like it's just like a, a very weird hum that just becomes a drone and for me i'm just like uh <laughs> i'm just gonna skip this song but um i guess listen yeah like for me just the the context just made it just that much more captivating and more of a conversation um i guess to piggyback off of that like um number one was kind of like a low point for me and silly games also kind of threw me off a little bit and like the tail end of faceless into nina was very quiet to the point where i like forgot it was playing and then like nina came out i was like oh okay this album's still going like the song is still going um but not to say that these aren't hitters not to say that this record isn't worth anyone's time because it it really is it's it's gorgeous um yeah man number one's a hitter dude I found number one hilarious the first time I listened to it because (laughs) I was like, is anything else going to happen? And then it just kept going to the end of the song. Then the second time I came back around to it, I just was, I started humming it too. (laughs) Then the the end of the song picks up for me. Like the end of the song where like he introduces the other chords um, just to kind of switch up the main melody a little bit was like exciting for me. But yeah, because it doesn't make like, the drone thing like as prominent. Like, it's like sits better when the chorus I come in. I feel what you're. I like. I get it. What you're doing. I get what you're doing, and I really want to like it, but I don't. It could. Yeah, <laughs> I can see how it gets annoying. Because if like, I, you're not in the mood to hear that, you'd be like, "Bro, shut the fuck." Yeah, <laughs> I just, I just want to know what what went on in the studio that day. It was just like, yo, trust me. <laughs> trust me just one time (laughs) it's just like again 
Another time. <laughs> keep keep going. Keep doing that. Keep doing that. Yeah. The bass does go crazy. Yeah, no. It does. It goes nuts. Um It's like, you know what number one feels like? Number one feels like a jam session in an electronic fashion. That's a really good. Because like they're just they're just letting one riff build and then like just a little spice with the vocal, letting the riff go again, and then just like little flourishes happen here and there. That's Man, like in a in a live space too, like it is concert venue, like here and there. Bro. You would just point the mic at the crowd and have them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what you would do. Did they loop that. it, bro? Let me tell you, I saw James Blake once, and he like set up one of his songs that way. He just let he like he finished the song, and then he looped the crowd at the end of them, just like cheering, and then just played it into a song. I was like, yo, that's kind of wild, dude. But yeah, yeah, no, yeah it almost feels one. like a placeholder song. It, like it, it was it like did. we should write something to this and then they're like nah i think it's good with just the hums um i think magnetic is a really good way to close the album out too um yeah that's all i had to say <laughs> yeah the opening <laughs> the title track and magnetic i think are a great way to just sequencing the, album the whole way the through box. Yeah. sequencing the whole way through clean i just love the fact that you get the call and response between lyrics, instrumental, vocals, instrumental, vocals, instrumental, and the focus changes. And it's always changed. Like this album is always changing. There's no four bars that's the same, except for number one. Mm. But there's mm-hmm. no four mm-hmm. bars that's the same. It's funny you mentioned like the, the off cadences too. Like that's how the album starts. Like figuring that phrase of words it's you know it took me a while i had to i had to read the words to actually understand what was happening there and it's just like an extension of a phrase it's a different day uh what is it a different day a different view a different day a difficult yeah a different view a different day a different view a different day a different a difficult or a day a difficult it's weird it's just a weird way yeah a different day a different view a different day a day a different yeah that's it and it's weird until you like actually see it laid out on paper like oh that's how you broke this whole phrase up but yeah it's 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 an intriguing entry point into the album for sure um ratings Not everybody at once. Oh, damn. <laughs> it's like, yeah, let me tell you the amount of times I have to do that in class sometimes. People are just like, yeah, so what do you think about it? And everyone's like, <laughs> everybody that was think cool. mouths open, but not saying <laughs> yeah. anything. Like, I asked everyone. the class a question. <laughs> it's cool, though. Shout out to my class. You know what yeah, you got to do? You got to entice people and be like, next person to say something, get five extra points. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, yeah. Um, look, I'm going to give this a nine. I really, really like this album. I really love how succinct it is. I love the textures and the sound. Um, and I honestly love the open-ended nature of it. And combined with Wayne's voice, I think it's the right voice to go over all of these instruments and guide you through this specific journey. Um, and again, my ratings are always based off of how much I think I'll listen to this in the, the future. And I know I'm going to listen to this a lot. So this is a nine for me. I would I would give this an eight point five. I would give it an eight point five. 
I, I definitely would love to live with this album a little bit more, but I did really enjoy what I listened to. And especially because it's like a, it's something that I normally wouldn't have listened to unless Andre brought it up. So I'm, I'm excited to kind of just like listen to it more and just get through it. Um, also, I would like to uh, say that I for real give Montero a 7.5 now that I'm thinking about it. I was listening back to the episode <laughs> and I was like, wow, everybody in this loved it. And I'm the only one who's like, yeah, give it a 7. I, I, 7.5 is definitely a little bit more accurate. I wouldn't sure I'd give it 8, but yeah. So in the end of the year, you want to tally everything at the end. No, Cass. no, you gotta keep. <laughs> you gotta I mean? hold on to that score, bro. You gotta keep that. <laughs> no, nah, because it was my initial reaction, and then I was chest, like, and I was already a few mojitos mm-hmm. in. You know what I mean? Like it <laughs> no, wasn't. Come on, it wasn't as super accurate. Album. You've been sitting with the album for like a week, bro. Come on now. Yeah, I don't know, man. You listen to it. <laughs> I felt bad. I was because I was don't listening back and listening to all your scores, you. and I was like, damn, these niggas. Don't let peer pressure so you high. Dirty. Come on, it's a good album. It, it is a good album. It is a good album. Facts, Jay. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll give this an eight. Like a a light eight. You know? <laughs> like I I think I think it's great. I think it's um gorgeous. And it it was really hard for me to find anything um particularly wrong with it. Um, and I don't, I don't even want to say that there is anything wrong with it. I just think personally, um, just from a, just from a personal cerebral way of looking at it or experiencing it, um, it's, you know, it's just not perfect, but it's, it's definitely a, it's definitely a great record. Um, and I highly recommend it. So eight for me. Uh, yeah, I'm with July on this one. I'm gonna give it an eight five. Um, it's amazing. I think I would not have come across this had Dre not recommended it. It sits in a wheelhouse that I don't often listen to, but when I'm in the mood for that, it'll definitely hit exactly what I'm trying to find. Um, yeah, there are some lulls to it. I don't think it's enough to like really drag the whole project down because it's just such a seamless listening experience that before you get tired of it, the next song will already have been started. So uh, yeah, 8.5, looking forward to what else he drops in the future. Cool. That was a quarter note. Thanks for tuning in. As always, follow us at the underscore quarter note on Instagram. Tell us what you think on Instagram and on Spotify doing this whole poll thing where you rate this album you know if you got Spotify just check if it's great if it's an instant classic if it's good not not bad not great or if it's trash let us know I'm Jay Cass I'm Jelani Carter I'm Andre Dowdy <laughs> I'm Bax Mercury peace and prosperity